Hello, 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 and welcome. This, my friends, is the Inspire the Vibe podcast, a place to discover and share the compelling and unique stories of business owners like you. Each week, we discuss ways you can build a brand you're proud of, communicate clearly, and grow your business. Our hope is by the end of every episode that you feel inspired and encouraged to reach for the stars with your business. This week, we're so excited to sit down with Jen Baluck. Jen is our very own digital content producer for TikTok and Instagram, and you may have already seen her pop up on your own social media feeds as Taste of AZ. She's an absolute rock star when it comes to building a brand and attracting new customers with her food videos, TikToks, and Reels. And today, she's going to help you do the same as we discuss Instagram's new algorithm for growth. So let's start getting the results that you want out of your marketing, business, and life. Now, here are your hosts, Inspired Co-Founders, Amber and Kristen. Big changes are coming to Instagram. Last week, Instagram made a drastic announcement, a dramatic shift. It's no longer going to be considered a, air quotes, photo sharing app. Well, it is, but that's no longer the platform's primary focus. In order to compete with YouTube and TikTok, they're going to encourage more use of Reels, Stories, and more. The big question, though, is what does this mean for our clients and other small businesses? Along with my lovely business partner, Kristen, we've also brought Jen Buluck on, who is our resident digital content creator. And the reason that we were so excited when Jen joined our team is because she is also the person behind the extremely popular Instagram and TikTok account, Taste of AZ. And she knows a couple things about Instagram, building large followings on social media. She currently, in less than a year, she built a following on TikTok to 96,000 people and has just under 14,000 people on Instagram. So as Instagram came out and made all these changes and sent everybody into a sheer panic, Jen, the one thing we thought was, okay, let's get Jen on here and ask her some of these questions, not only from a standpoint of how could this affect our clients and what should small businesses be focused on, but how are you with Taste of AZ taking and adapting and and responding to these changes? And with that, um, well, I guess, Kristen, we should probably hear from you. So a interesting kind of thing for, I think, us all to consider is should businesses start showing up on Instagram as creators who are promoting their business within what they're creating? What's the difference between a business and a creator? Yeah. So a creator, I think, is somebody who shares their life, their experiences, things that they're going through um, to see the inside of who they actually are. Yeah. We're promoting maybe brands or something in specific, like me, I post a lot of different restaurants or places to go hikes, travel destinations in Arizona. Whereas a business I think is just a business Mm -hmm. kind of, so they're just promoting, like I said, that one thing, whereas, a creator is more sharing their life, their experiences, like I said, and businesses, I feel like don't necessarily open up as much. They're not sharing their lives. They're not sharing their employees' lives. Um, they're very, they should de- be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they should be. <laughs> they're not sharing like their fears, their, what their day looks like kind of thing. It's all mainly focused on just that business, that brand, what they're promoting kind of thing. So I think that's the difference is the creators are kind of putting themselves out there. You're really getting to know them and then you build that trust with them and then they can promote those brands or those places. And then now you want to go to them. So when we go on 
social media, as you know, when we have our weekly meetings, we always try to, to think of how we're providing value to our followers. We need to know who our followers are and what can we give them through our social media. So it seems like this might just be as simple as a mindset, which of course, a mindset shift, which of course, isn't very simple to, it's like turning the queen Mary for some businesses. Um, but I mean, as far as the answer goes to how do we adapt to this, that sounds like it's really adapt or die in that area. You need to become a creator and promote your business within that kind of model. I think definitely putting yourself out there more and just growing that connection with your audience. And then even if something fails, like when you try a new reel, like we're going to talk about or your stories, then you can just grow into how can I do this better for my audience? How can they actually connect with me? If you post something and they don't react in a positive way, then you know never to post that again. It's finding that fine line of what you can post and being relatable and posting yourself and your live and your experiences, but not crossing that creator line. I'm so excited to debunk the large scale concern that people aren't going to be able to post photos anymore, given given the announcement and really Jen speak to you, you still post photos, but you grew your account from reels, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't these like, you saw these big bombs via reels. So first off, it doesn't mean that people can't post photos anymore. It does mean though, that Instagram has taken notice about where people are spending their time and it's on videos. I, and, and it's funny because you even I think really good social media, how to build up that mu muscle within yourself is by being aware of what you respond to. So I'm constantly, if I, if I sign up for something online or if I buy something off of Instagram or I, I you know, I'm down a wormhole on an account, I go, how did I get here? <laughs> I think about all the steps that got me there and I think, oh, that's it. And 98% of the time it's video, but yet the last thing I want to do is spend time on a video because video takes more time and you're putting yourself out there and you're worried about lighting and what you're going to say. It's so much easier to kind of create a static post. So Jen, thoughts, give us some of your thoughts and experiences on both growing your account and then any impact you see on the shift from less photos to more videos by Instagram. Yeah. So when I first started my TikTok, it was before COVID. And so I think COVID brought in a lot more creators and people who wanted to make videos. So it was a lot harder to gain a following. But my first video was just like a random ice cream shop. Like I put no effort into it. And it was that first video that kind of blew up. And so like, that was my, one of my first food videos. And I was like, I guess this is like my niche. I guess I need to post more restaurants, more fast clips. It was about maybe 15 seconds. So it was that short little thing to capture their attention. Cause if you're going to they now allow three minute videos on TikTok. And I think a lot of people lose that interest in watching that whole thing through because that's what TikTok made things so successful is it was 15 to 30 seconds. And so you're getting what you want if you want it in those few seconds. And if you don't want it, you just scroll right by. Whereas I kind of saw that shift go into Instagram. So I know like they started to do the reels. And the reels weren't picking up. And this is that time where if you get on it early, you can blow up. And the longer you wait to go 
and start posting reels and posting these videos, there's going to be so much more competition that you're fighting against. Where I think right now is that sweet spot for reels that if you're getting yourself out there, they're going to push these videos out because not as many people are doing them yet. And one of my first videos on reels, it took about two weeks for it to go viral. And once it went viral, I think I gained about 6,000 followers in a week, which is insane growth on Instagram. Cause I find it's a lot harder to gain followers on Instagram than TikTok. And I think that's also a difference, like a difference is like on TikTok, you're not seeing all the same people necessarily that you follow. So Mm -hmm. you're not being constantly reminded of these faces. You're getting all these different things to see new people to follow. And I think Instagram's actually moving this way. So they're going to put different people Mm -hmm. on your page, which is a good way for more people to grow Mm -hmm. and for more followers to come in. And it's funny because when they made the announcement, everybody got really upset about it. But when you realize how you found most of the other TikTok people you follow is because of the suggested content. Mm-hmm. And, and and so, and and they're getting good. Like I, I like teaching my algorithm what I like to see. I want to see dog training videos. I want to see how to bake sourdough bread. I mean, I've got my certain mm-hmm. interests and I like when it connects me to other information like that. Um, yeah. But Jenna, I love what you just said that that first video that went viral, what you did was you listened to your followers. And I think if we, if we, no matter what happens within changes within these platforms, one thing remains constant. Your followers will tell you what they want to see. And if you're trying to get in front of them as much as possible and get them to engage as much as possible, then listening to what they actually want to see and giving them more of that is the exact way to achieve what you're trying to do with your account and get your business that that visibility. Yeah, it's funny too. There's a catering um, lady I follow and she has like a private business where she does home catering, special events kind of thing. And she always said to herself, like, it just takes that one video to blow up. Yeah, I was actually excited to hear that you're not going to only see the accounts that you follow in your feed because it opens me up personally as a user to discover more. I do use that discovery page quite a bit. I love it, but it's it'll be different. This is in my feed it's not the same people over and over again. I can call those people. I know them personally. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I Instagram for me is a place to discover new things. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Let's get into shopping really quick. Shopping, shopping, shopping. I am a huge fan of Instagram shopping. I don't know if it's just how easy the layout is, you know, to navigate it. I feel like the Instagram platform allows companies to really show their photos and in the products and beautiful photos, whether that's lifestyle photos or more of a studio style shot. And it's, it's crazy because again, I just keep watching my behavior and I go, where am I spending my time on Instagram? And you know what? It's on a couple of different retail sites and I keep putting things in carts, you know, as I'm thinking about it and considering it, but it's clear that they are going to put a big focus on shopping. They've, they've come out and said that as much. Jen, any thoughts or suggestions on businesses and how they could utilize this in in what they're doing? I would say just try it. See if you do get that ROI, that return, 
and see if it works for you. And if not, then you don't really lose anything. But if you do try it, you could gain all this business. So I think that's the good thing about Instagram is just try whatever new comes out. Just try it. You never know if it's going to help you or not until you take that step and just do it. It's like the train is moving. It's not going to stop. So jump on. And I think what we've seen with social media since the very beginning, if we think about it, it's as you said before, it's those early adapters that are the ones who are really successful at it. And just as with everything, it just takes practice. These tools are free for your business. It's almost mind-blowing when you think about the access we have to promote our businesses now that just didn't exist 20 years ago. And it's free. Yes, there's pay-to-play options. I think then some platforms that are more advanced, I'm looking at you, Facebook. Yeah, in order to really grow a significant following on Facebook right now, you're probably looking at a pay-to-play model in order to get the large-scale visibility. But with Instagram Reels, absolutely with TikTok, there's, Mm -hmm. there's these newer platforms that... The way that they build the platforms in the beginning is they want to create that organic visibility because they're drawing people into the platforms. That's why it pays to be an early adopter. Now, as platforms become more advanced, i.e. having, I don't even know what the amount of people, I should know, but the large scale um, audience that Facebook has, they don't need to necessarily give away all of that exposure anymore to all of those eyeballs on people's accounts. And so instead they move more towards that, that paid advertising model. It kind of forces people in to using that model, which is why when Instagram comes out and says, we're going to focus more on video, then, you know, if the Instagram, if the platform is, that's where their focus is, then that's where, if you put your effort in, that's, what's going to get the most amount of exposure and engagement to your content. Oh, I was just going to add on to that too, is even like the restaurants that I have highlighted in my page that went viral. I, I just had one that hit like 200,000 views and I just went back to the restaurant yesterday and he said they sold out for three days. They had to close early. So just putting yourself out there and even promoting your own business, you could sell out, you could get all this business. You never really know until, like I said, you try it. Jen, I'm sure you have some really good advice for our listeners about what kind of tools or apps you use to make your videos, to make your life a little easier and to make your videos a little better. I realized once Reels started coming out with Instagram and more people I think were utilizing it is their system would start to crash. So I would be editing my videos for Reels inside the Instagram app and then all of a sudden it would crash. And so I'm like, now I got to go re-edit this video, get it to where I want it. And so instead I've turned to an app called Splice. So it's like a video editing app and you can edit all your videos in there. And what I do is I just edit the same video now and reuse it for Instagram and TikTok. So instead of creating it inside the specific apps, now I just use this one and it creates both. I can do a voiceover. I can add audio. You can add text. So it's a really like one-stop shop. Take the cheap, easy route because it works and you don't need all this fancy stuff to get your videos to go viral. So that's kind of also the really nice thing. Yeah. Right. Because what, Jen, what do people connect with? They connect with, with someone who's actually real, right? They want to see your face as much as I don't like to show my face, but why do you think that is? I think because there's so many other people out there and like, 
it plays that comparison game. So you're like, these people might not like me because of my face, because of what I'm doing, what I'm wearing. Because I get a lot of hate even on the food videos I post. And I'm like, you don't want to see this steak, this salad. Like, (laughs) I don't want to show my face and be criticized like that. But at the end of the day, it's like, that can't be what you're thinking about and worrying about because you will have the people that do support you. And it's that small group that is the negative that is always going to be there no matter what. I think that's such a good point. And I think that's something we always need to keep in front of us is we just like every other part of our life, we're not going to please everybody. You're never going to, you're never going to put a piece of content out there where a hundred percent of the people are going to say, wow, this really spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And then you're always going to have people who for a long list of reasons are going to be haters. You just need to accept that that's part of the process, but really that's happens in all areas of our life. It's like if Kristen and I said, well, we don't necessarily want to build a business because there's going to be people who are going to be hating on it, whatever that nobody would do anything. So I think the point of all of that is just, you have to get over that hump. It, it always comes down to what matters more to you. Does it matter more to me that I'm going to put a piece of content out there and I'm going to get a few DMS of people being jerks when you have these large scale followings? Cause it happens to everybody, every single person. It happens to everyone. There's no golden child out there on social media who's not getting those comments in their DMs. But what's more important, that or building a million dollar business on a social media platform that doesn't cost you anything? What's more important to you? I'll take the few negative DMs to build my empire over here on social media. Yeah, there's definitely way more positive than the negatives. And the exposure you said too, like I've had... Um, TV shows reach out to me just for my videos, my posting. And it's like, how did you even find me? But that's the magic of social media. I love it. So we're going to link the Splice app in our show notes and the description under our podcast on our website. Our website is inspiredvibe.com. And I'd like to know what our audience, our followers, what kind of questions they have about this change with Instagram. And then maybe we can jump back on here and answer some questions. So we'll do a few posts on our Instagram um, in stories and actual posts as well, where we'll reach out to you guys and see what questions that you might have. How does that sound? Jen's like, yeah, I'm going to do that because that's me. (laughs) Okay. So biggest takeaways of this then encourage, you know, we encourage you all to dive in, dive in, play around with reels, play around with stories and videos. Reels are a lot easier than you actually think they are. It's literally the challenge is go and make a reel of your dogs or your kids and put some music to it, put a couple clips together and you're going to be amazed. First off, you're going to be amazed at how good it looks from just a little bit of effort and you're going to see how easy it is. Don't stress about it. You know, the more real you are, the more you'll relate to your audience and your customers, but go out there as always, be yourself, show your personality and show up. Thanks for coming on, Jen. We appreciate you. And now we look forward to seeing you every single (laughs) month here. Yes. Thanks for having me. That's all for this episode of the Inspire the Vibe podcast. Are you feeling inspired? If you're a business owner who's ready to grow your business, feel confident about your brand's image and reach new levels of success, then let's connect. Follow us at Inspire the Vibe or visit InspiredVibe.com. That's InspiredVibe.com. You've given everything to your business. You deserve to see it succeed.